What's up, everybody, and welcome to Listen Money Matters. It's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. That's a quote from Bill Gates. And Andrew, did you like get did you get the idea to put that in there from my video last week? Uh, I try as much as possible to steal everything from you. Uh, I just don't want to tell anyone. My entire goal with this podcast is to bleed you dry. Ideas, finances, work, whatever it may be. I didn't tell you. I just bought the domain name MoneyInfoGeek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I just bought Listen College Matters. So... Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, that was like... I was writing my script last week and I didn't put this exact line in the video. I cut it because I was cutting everything down. But I was like, learning from failure, learning resiliency is, I think, is more important than succeeding itself because, like, 100%, you're going to fail at stuff. Okay. So, yeah. And I feel like more than ever, this year, like, embodied that for me. Like, I feel like if there's anything I learned was, like, the, the, maybe perhaps the only, like skill that I have that's useful is like being tenacious, like just not giving up because that's a good skill. Shit. Did I want to give up like on everything? Dude. Okay. So I know we're going to talk about like resolutions mm. though. Though astute listeners will, will know that a year ago I said, I don't do resolutions. <laughs> How so, far the mighty fall. You, oh, oh, but I didn't, you told me to do resolutions, but I didn't. So I, I have, I also, I also you. gave you another idea, which you did do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of, I'm not against the concept of new year's resolutions. And I understand the psychological significance of January 1st, new leaf, whatever. But like when it comes down to it, we are spinning around a star and we made up these increments of time and we can choose a different increment of time to change things. So I don't, I don't like putting so much uh, reverence on a day that only comes once every three okay, dude, five so days to change your habits. Like, I, I agree with you. Change your shit. Change your shit today. I get the point. But the thing is, like, you you made it through. You know, like it was like the height, like June, July. You're like crushing it, and then in like August, you're like, I didn't crush it in June, July. I actually sucked. And then like it's like down, 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 and you get this like it feels like this point where it's just like, all right. Whatever happened last year, like, screw it. And you just get to, like, pretend like you're going to do something different. I guess. So and occasionally you will. My brain is, like, of opposite opinion sometimes because I, I like to do year-end reviews. Mm. I like to go back and see, like, well, what happened this year? I think it's, it's nice to have a defined little well, block of time dude, that's how to I look build back. my resolutions is, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge reflector. Like, I like to just kind of ponder on, like, why things worked, didn't work. And then that's, like, what the resolution list. I guess, I guess what I don't like is people, like, waiting till then. Like, mm. oh, January 1st is when I'm going to start getting healthy or going to start saving money better or whatever. Like, that's... That's always a thing with people I know. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let myself have fun, but then January first, you know, blah blah. blah and then you go to the gym, and there's like 1,700 people doing curls in the squat rack, like Steve said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And then like three weeks later, they're all gone. Like, I did a podcast on my show a few weeks ago called like "You Need to Do a Reset," and I was just talking about like there are times in my life when I need to just reset my systems and I don't wait for an arbitrary date. I'm like, okay, once the pain is like there, once I'm frustrated enough, it needs to happen. So I just take a day to do it no matter what so, time it is. I, I feel like maybe, so, so I, so I get that. 
um, my my brain kind of works in this like bucket mentality where I set like month goals. Like like I I try to the night before plan what I'll do during the day, right? The, mm-hmm. the following day, and that's like a day bucket. And I have like week buckets, month. I call them like sprints. You know, month okay. sprints, like year, whatever. And like I, I feel like you could plan what you're going to do in a day, but it's going to be small. In a week, you could you could achieve hopefully a, a few meaningful things. Month, a major project, but year allows you to create this like, dare I say, audacious goal, audacious goal. You know, like yeah, increase your salary by hundred thousand dollars. Like I don't know, I have twelve months. That's Maybe true. I, can do that. I guess like in in my mind, a year has always been so long as to uh, defer action. So. I don't like so I have this audience growth goals chart. I'll show it to you. Mm. And only you get to see it, but it's right here. Ooh. And it is I wrote it December 14th and I decided that April 1st would be the goal date. Well, is this so, this is one of your resolutions or So this is this is yeah, this and it's not something I do at January 1st. I've done it um two other times. And they've been in just kind of like arbitrary dates, but I'll be like, "Okay, here are my stats for like page views, email subscribers, podcast listens, YouTube subscribers, all that stuff." Now, Let's set a goal for three-ish months from now and uh, for each platform. And then I've got a little checkbox that says met. And then there's like the last column is actual stats. So uh, and both you have times. Like steps, like things that you're going to do to achieve this? Or just like, so yes, I'm right going to triple. So, yeah. So like, uh, like what are you going to do? The top of the page is the chart. So like it says page views right now. It's like 200K. I want it to get to 260. YouTube subscribers was at 147,000. When I get to 250K. By April 1st. So then like below I have Q1 2016 growth ideas. So it's like three months of work on this project. So like improving my videos, better audience retention, keep people watching longer, um, get like build a system for getting more people to understand what the podcast is and actually subscribing mm. like more collaborations. Um, and then like I want to do like at least one super ultra like super polished video that I don't just like do in one week. I want to have like one that I'm working on kind of in the background mm. and really just kind of stretching my uh, abilities on and just kind of like see what happens. Both times I've done this in the past, uh, at least in the YouTube front, I've like smashed my goals. And then like on Twitter, I think as well, Facebook is like the slowest growing one because honestly, I do not care. I don't like Facebook. It's just on there just to be on there. Dude. <laughs> Okay, so so one so this is a resolution is to grow like twenty percent, a hundred and fifty percent. I don't know what the percentages are here. Um, I want to add basically a hundred thousand subscribers to my YouTube channel within three months. Wow! I guess that would be like the biggest. I I think I care most about the YouTube channel. I think the average online entrepreneur would be like, bro, you should care more about your email subscriber list. Yo, you got to get them in that drip campaign funnel, hashtag Dude, conversion that's my rate, January whatever right ROI. Mm. But I'm like, no, because I like YouTube and the bigger so my audience is on YouTube, out. like that's that's the core of my business now, I think. All right, all right. I think that's that's awesome. Um, I, I was like, before we, we came on, I was like, let's do like a New Year's resolution episode. I think <laughs> it's like cool, fun, like easy. Um, I know we're both like super goal-driven people, and then Laura sent me this email about the anti-resolution, and I was like, "Ooh, Thomas is gonna like this," and uh, it's and like it's kind of so. I've been really inspired in December, okay, which is when we're recording this. We started a book club in the community, 
And because everyone in the community is super awesome, they basically voted for the book that I probably like most need in my life. <laughs> like, I really need to read that. Probably everyone needs to read this. It's so really the book good. club is actually tell Andrew what he needs to do with his life club. <laughs> well, okay. Through book selection. So I'm, I'm going to say that their choice had nothing to do with me. And I hope that had nothing to do with me. But I found it really useful. It's the book is um, Essentialism, the the Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And it's like really eye-opening because, you know, did did you know that uh, for uh, most of this century, the word priority was singular? And in about the 70s or 80s, it became priorities. Really? And all of a sudden, people had more than one priority, which is kind of like, how could you have more than one top thing? And Interesting. It's basically because we have like all these things coming into our lives, pulling us in all these different directions that we're not focusing and we're not really achieving anything. So huh. my goal, my resolution for 2016 is to become an essentialist. Okay. And a big part about that is saying no to like everything. So your anti-resolution is I'm going to say no to stuff. That's right. I'm going to not do almost everything. But I'm going to do 12 huh. things that really matter. That makes sense. Uh, I actually went over to Derek Sivers' website because I was like wondering if he had book notes on it. It seems like the kind of book he would read, but he doesn't. But it reminds me of this, like the now page he created and that I kind of copied for myself mm. or just like have my priorities. But yeah, that idea of the priority. I've often thought about that. Like I enjoy all the work I do, but it's like, what if I quit podcasting and writing blog posts and just did videos like what would happen imagine if you had put all that time towards the video you one of your goals mm-hmm. is to literally put more time towards one video yeah you know that you'd be so much happier if you put a lot of time and you also know your blog is not going anywhere see i don't know if it's true you think you you stop writing and all of a sudden Google deranks everything? People hate your domain name and it just all. Well, you and I were just like pouring over stats and giggling like schoolgirls like five <laughs> minutes before we started this podcast about SEO stuff, and uh, I noticed that an article I wrote recently is starting to rank. So, eh, I think <laughs> I, it's, look, it's you fun. told me yourself it's <laughs> useful and like the it, when it's a video I don't know. See, I like I like owning the platform. I think that's the big thing. I really like owning my platform. Same, but so I want my thing, platform Thomas. to be useful. Okay, so I agree, and it should be. And obviously, you're not going to delete your site or stop. But the difference is, is so you are going to be the one that does 99% of all the things. You yeah. feel like anti-team. Whereas, like that's the thing. I should probably get team. Just- yeah. All like, right. I spent Fine, hours over Andrew. the weekend. New Year's te- resolution. Teaching Candace about how to Teamify. like SEO optimize. and You're, This was your entire goal with the episode, wasn't it? Convince Thomas to hire people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my life goal. Once you hire people, I'm just going to retire from all my jobs. and I'm done. That's all I ever wanted to do. I wanted to convince this guy in Iowa to hire people. Dude. I, I see myself as uh, your wise old wizard man. That's what I am. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some gray hairs. But tell me, dude, what's your anti-resolution? What's What are your resolutions? Okay. So for posterity's sake, for your sake, mm. I came up with some resolutions. But I'm, I'm all about like smaller time periods for doing these things. Mm-hmm. So I told you about the audience growth goals. So that's kind of like my work goals. 
Um, I also have create two new avenues of recurring income. Mm. One of which being speaking and my, my uh, immediate action for that is to move my speaking page link to the top of my site because it's currently like buried in that bottom menu where no one can find it. Uh, it's going to take you hours of work. It's going to take so long. Well, Andrew and I have to work on, or not Andrew, uh, Martin and I have to work on the top menu because we also want to move the search bar up there and mm. do some cool stuff. And then the other one being most likely a Patreon page, but I'm still kind of like figuring out exactly what I want to do with that. Um, but it's probably going to be that because Dude, you I really Patreon like pouring my time. And about half the people in the audience reached for their wallet. And then, then you were like, I'm probably not going to like, oh, all right. Yeah, and the other half of them were like, oh, God, there's another guy asking for money on the internet. Why are you going to get a real job? Back in my day, I had a full-time job at six years old, <laughs> digging ditches with my bare hands. <laughs> no, but I've been thinking about it, and I was like, I really like pouring my time into the free YouTube content. Like, that's where I like to invest my time. Mm-hmm. And if I make a product, I have to take time away from that mm-hmm. to make something that is... 100% restricted to the people who are willing to buy it. And the pro side of that is, okay, I can invest more time into more like in-depth, fully like comprehensive curriculum on one subject or something instead of like a five-minute video on it. Um, but, the, the, but the con is like, I have 152,000 people who can watch my free videos and get value out of it. And I know myself that I typically just pull one or two useful things out of any one thing I watch. So... You know, it's give and take, but I think I think it's a worthwhile experiment to see if people are willing to support my desire to make free things mm. and to pour all my time and energy into it. So that's uh, that's a big resolution. See if that is a viable thing to keep doing. I, I'd say there's a pretty strong precedence on, on the Internet that people are willing and interested to do that. Yeah, it's true. I just always like struggle with like all oh, my audience is students, and I know they're not all broke. But, like that's the stereotype. So I feel you, dude. I mean, I created one. I created a video, which for you takes like eight seconds. It took me like a, like weeks to make a video that wasn't <laughs> even that good. And then I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's not good enough. And I like took it down. Like I mean, or I didn't take the video down, but I, I don't. Know, I I need to put a link back up to it. Well, with LMM, mm. we transitioned to the community. So true. I think with LMM, the Patreon page is outmoded. But like, true, I'm true. not trying to build a community. I'm not trying to build a paid community on CIG, and I don't know if I want to do that. At least not yet. Mm. Maybe in the future, if I had like community managers and a whole team. But like, I already have enough trouble dealing with my email, and I can barely answer YouTube comments. <laughs> the community is just gonna <laughs> add more stress. I always get excited about these things. Like the idea of building communities is exciting. But I know, like, three weeks down the line, it's just like, oh look, there's 15 new messages plus my work mm. it's just it gets tough so anyway new avenues recurring revenue i know you're going to be happy about that because you're always like Ooh. yelling at me, like diversify you idiot <laughs> uh so the big one this is not a business related goal but going forward i want to do more exciting things after work because i've noticed that like both for me and for my roommates we go to work for me, that means here or at a coffee shop or whatever, mm. you know, five or six o'clock at night, come home and it basically boils down to like, oh, we got to go to the grocery store. Oh, we got to make dinner and then watch TV or play a video game or something like when I was in high school, when so I was mean, in like college, joining like, a were, trivia night, joining thing? something. Yeah. So what I'm doing is two days a week in January through from January to March, I'm taking ice skating class. Oh, 
That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna become one of those like ridiculously cool spinning figure skater guys. I was gonna say you're already pretty good. I went ice skating with you, and you were. I was like, you're like, I haven't done this in years, and you're basically <laughs> like going backwards and shit, and like knocking over people with your whatever. And I'm, I'm like, barely able to stand. You know that, uh, you know, like that feeling when your brain like unlocks a new skill. Mm. Like it's like stretching to get something and it finally grasps it. it. Happened last night because I don't know if you remember this when we were ice skating. You're probably too enthralled with that like Indian dude who is just like pro level figure skating in the middle of the ring. I don't <laughs> oh, know. I he was, was ridiculous. He was, he was awesome. So, he was totally showing off. But like I have always been able to turn around backwards, but I always flipped right around back to going forwards. I can never mm-hmm. stay going backwards. And uh, Anna and I went to the rink last night, and I was still having trouble with it. And I was like, okay. What if when I turn around, I point the other foot forward instead of the one I've been pointing forward and just like, that is that is how you do it. It was just like, oh, my God, I'm still going backwards now. Holy crap. And I can't I can't skate backwards, but I can keep gliding backwards now. You can so see I'm the like, experience points like before your eyes. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's what it was like freaking level up. So I'm really excited to go to this class and just get good at it. Cause so, dude, I've been just kind of like sad because I can't skateboard because it's so cold now. And this this like, episode's gonna something. go live like the first week in January, and and it, at that time last year or or this year technically because we're recording, you came on to talk about your ridiculous morning habits and all that stuff. And the one thing that you taught me was that you can't just say like I want to do cool stuff after work. You have to have specific actionable things so that you know if you achieved it or not. Yeah. So. so- there's the first step. I have paid for a two week or two day per week ice skating class. Oh, so, okay. So you did. I've already paid for it, and I have a friend who does not live with me that I'm going with. Nice. So, and then maybe Martin will do it. I'm not sure if he's going to do it yet, but so I, I at least have one friend to go with, and I now have like a thing to do to hang out with a friend who doesn't live with me every week, a couple times a week. So like, it's just I want to get out of my like home environment more. Because right, so I feel like the more time you spend in your home environment and the more time you you spend trying to find entertainment and like just trying to yeah entertain yourself in your home, you fall into the more energy well, like the more energy you invest into trying to make your home more entertaining and like that just leads to just like buying more stuff and like mm. building this ultra comfortable nest for yourself and I just remember when my home used to be like just a place to sleep and drop my crap and I didn't care what it looked like. And now it's like, well, well I got to have this, you know, the, the wall, the posters in the wall has got to be straight and I got to have like nicer lighting. And <laughs> that's yeah. you do though. That's, that's I good. mean, I don't, I don't, I, I want straight posters cause I film stuff, but like, I don't think I've taken action too much on it, but I can catch myself thinking like, gotta improve this part of your house and this part of your house. But like, mm. I would rather, build a life where I'm doing more exciting things outside the home and my home is just kind of like drop my stuff, sleep, so relax you're a little. build a life instead of a house. Yeah. Basically. I interviewed a dude. I interviewed a dude on my podcast today and he, uh, he, he and his wife live in an RV and they just like, I'm sorry. I can never do that. Tw- I couldn't, I don't think I could do it. Th- I couldn't, I don't know if I could do that, do, but do like you get internet in an RV. Uh, he said like you, you park the RV at RV parks and some of them have Wi-Fi. Otherwise, you just go to the Starbucks or whatever. Mm. So, I mean, like, he does he does video work for people. So, obviously, they made it work somehow. I but, yeah. Cool. I mean, props It just got me thinking, it. like, I don't want to live in an RV, but just, 
I think it, you kind of bar yourself from adventure or you like set the bar higher for your resource requirements to do more adventurous things mm. when you invest so much into your home, you know, or you like sure. invest too much into trying to make it too entertaining. So, all right. So we got, we got grow your business an undetermined amount, but a lot, I'm guessing we've, we've got, well, no, I have exactly determined. I have these numbers here. All right. But you didn't share with us. What? T- oh, for the, for the 50%. audience. Group? Yeah, how, how big? How much are you going to grow? Two hundred and sixty page views, two hundred sixty thousand page views a month, eighty-two thousand email subscribers, seventy-five thousand podcast downloads per three weeks. Because Simplecast doesn't do per month for some reason. Maybe it's because of sponsors or whatever. I don't know. One million video views a month, two hundred fifty thousand subscribers, six thousand Facebook likes, but I really don't care. Four thousand Instagram followers and thirteen thousand Twitter followers. Exact uh, numbers and all. That, that all sounds like by a lot. April first. Okay, fine. So and twelve thousand so, dollars a month in income damn that would be that'd be sweet i'd be very impressed um okay so fine so then you want to get out and do stuff outside the home more yes is there anything else is there like an anti one like not make like undo all these resolutions you just made uh i stole your anti thing what what to say no more than to say no to more stuff so like, and I I've been slowly moving towards this. Like, I used to say yes to every podcast interview request. Mm. Like, anytime somebody wants my opinion on something, uh, and I'm saying no more. Just like you know, uh, I, I'm tired I, of chasing publicity. I don't think it gets enough credit, but uh, saying no takes a lot of courage. Yeah, I, I think it's just like, um, you know, it's. 5.15 and someone comes by your desk like oh dude we're getting drinks after work and the default mm-hmm. answer is yes because we're social animals and this is what we do but like I don't know maybe you were supposed to uh, cook with Anna or something or I don't know like, yeah. and then so it's almost like your responsibility to say no or I mean you've already made previous uh, like I don't know I just find it's like well. very challenging to say no and then the flip side of that is to say yes to Anna more. Mm. You know? Not Double all the down time, on what's important. Just, yeah, just more, you know? Uh, I don't know, like, Matt was telling me about this book. I think it's called How to Get Rich. Mm. It's written by this, like, super oh, rich guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he said it's, like, a really good business book. But, like, in the book, the dude's like, you might not want to do what I did because I don't have a family anymore. I don't have any kids. And, like, I basically just have all this money and that's it. Oh, if you go kind hard for pursuing wealth like you you can't there's not enough time yeah. i mean i'm sure you, you could see well, with your own business which is nothing close to a millionaire's business yeah. uh that it could be all consuming it could it, take it, it could take 25 could hours a day and you would not get it all done and i mean maybe a lot of the people listening to this that like doesn't resonate because like for them the job is the job and maybe there are some goals there but it's not like you come home and think only about the job mm. I know you and I are steeped in that, so it's it's tough to get out. But I do want to think of life as more than just. I mean, I I have very ambitious goals for my business, and I don't want to lose sight of those. But I don't want to let in turn let that make me lose sight of other things that are important. Mm. You know, family and having skills and being healthy and all that stuff. So, so I, I want I want to talk about being healthy in a second because I want you maybe to help me shape mine, and it's cliche, but. Before that, um, one I, I've been thinking about for an, an obscene amount of hours and discussing a lot 
2016, I want to pay off 10% of my mortgage. And I mean, we did the what? 10% of my mortgage. Okay. And um, we did the episode on, on the HELOC strategy. And as a result, there's like something like 120 comments on there, tons of emails. I've met. On- <laughs> Have you looked at any of the math on there? Yeah. I look at some of it and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I've sat with spreadsheets like open like for hours upon hours at night, like trying to like work shit out and figure it out. And yeah. um, talked with Adam a lot. I talked with him yesterday. I'm going to be talking with him again today. Okay. And uh, I've, I've resolved that even though my interest rate is only 3% and you know the market average is 7%, um, I feel that I put a lot of, I planted a lot of seeds in terms of investments. I've done pretty good there. And for me personally, and I think this is like where the, the personal part comes into personal finance, is I need to focus on cash flow. Okay. Um, because the mortgage has become a big payment and there's all these like things. And I, I just am imagining a world where I don't have to pay for the place I live in beyond taxes. You know, utilities and, and stupid shit like that. Yeah. And that, then I could leverage all that money to do whatever. And I, I've, I've, I think I've come to realize that like wealth is partially about money, but it's a lot of it's just about like freedom. And my freedom mm-hmm. is limited because I have to pay for a mortgage. I have to pay for a place to live. If I don't have to pay for a place to live, I could do whatever the hell I want. So, dude, get a Winnebago. I'm telling you. <laughs> Convince See, Laura to live in a camper. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think Winnebago's going to Fios. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the internet, the high-speed internet is a limitation in your mind. Mm. It's a shackle. See, I would say my mind goes faster if I have unfettered upload and download yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> See, this is, this is what, this is what uh, tears at me because I resonate with the whole, like, don't have to pay too much for your place to live. You have more freedom, but also, like, I would love to live in a bigger city, you know, near like the city center where there's like a lot of stuff going on. But and, dude, like, that's... we're at very different phases in our lives. How, how old are you? You're 25? 24. 24. You're yeah. fucking 24, dude. So I'm six years, seven years almost where I, I took that same, like I took the story arc where then I moved to New York and blah, blah, blah. And now, <laughs> um, now I have to like optimize New York, right? I was able to grow mm-hmm. to the point that I, I'm here. And now I have to make that like as affordable as it is for you to live where you are now. And I think like you won't be nearly as motivated to optimize that until you see what that is. Like, yeah. But dude, you're, you're growing your income and you're also growing your, your lifestyle as a result. Uh, what you'll hit that, that level and then you'll, you think to- I will. Yeah. yeah. I, think- I have like this, I, I made this like ridiculous big uh, note in Evernote it has like, it's like a what if scenario. It's like, okay, I make this much per month, like all these go into savings. Like here's all my exact expenses. And then it um, like postulates like how much Anna needs to make to help and everything. And I don't know. We, we like, we're just like figuring out what we can pay for rent while still hitting all of our savings goals and still having a good amount of cash left over. And I think it'll work well. Sweet. So dude, it's, okay. it's not a cheap lifestyle, but it's, we're still hitting the savings goals, you know? I, I want to um, – I've literally like let my, my health 
be like the most backseat priority. I've been like right. business and I've been a lot, a lot of business, maybe too, uh, way too much business this year. Um, and so I want to improve my health, but I want to, I feel like it's a cop out if I just say like, get healthy. Um, all right, let me, let me give you a little bit of perspective at first. I need, yes, I need something meaningful, something actionable. Picture your day as 24 little blocks of mm. time. And you have one that says health on it. Mm. Like it's gym or whatever. And you say, I need that for my business. And you pick it up. It withers away into sawdust until you have one little tiny like sliver left. That is what gets contributed to your business when you take away from your health. It's like what I found. Because I feel like shit when I don't work out or when I'm like staying up too late and not sleeping. And then I sit around and I go on Reddit when I should be working. Mm. Like it just... I, that's like the biggest thing I've learned over the years. Like when I'm not healthy, I'm also not productive. It's a trap to just try to invest too much time in a business and take away from the health thing. So I think I'm lazy. I'm like a lazy person anyways. But I, <laughs> I subscribe to the belief where of like I get one meaningful thing done a day, then mm-hmm. it was successful. So okay. I could I could shit around all day, but if I accomplished something, then it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know that – okay, so I'm so unhealthy that I probably don't even know if it's affecting my productivity <laughs> because this is my normal productivity level. So I yeah. might be better if I'm healthy. But, dude, what should I do or what goal should I set to kind of – I mean, I can tell you what – do you have an Apple Watch? I, I remember you no. have one. Okay. I mean, the one that I'm doing is like – I my goals are simple. Um because I'm doing the ice skating class, like I'm trying to build the skill in ice skating and I don't really have like fitness goals that I'm going towards right now. Uh, maybe I should, but they don't mean a ton to me right now. It's like, oh, I could run a 5K in this amount of minutes or I could lift this amount. Like it's not huge. And it could be because of, like I sprained my wrist. So the amount of lifts I could do went way down for a while. And it's like just now I can, I can finally do the, pushing against my wrists and have almost no pain. So I think I can finally get back to doing a full range of workouts. Like as of a few days ago, I'm actually feeling almost no pain right now. Um, I, I got really simple with my fitness goals. It was go to the gym every day during the week and fill the bar on the watch hmm. just because like it has the activity circle thing. And it's like, you got to get 30 minutes, 30 minutes of exercise a day. So I go to the gym Sometimes I only work out for 25 minutes if I only lift because I hate going on the treadmill. But sometimes okay. here's the thing is activity is activity considered walking. Uh, if you so I think because the way in it New works, York, like or at least in this area, I, I on average, I walk 3.75 miles a day. Like it just, oh, then it's, you you would probably fill it. But the I think the watch is pretty intelligent and it figures out like what your baseline is. And then mm-hmm. it'll let you set goals that will kind of push yourself. I'm having very, I'm having a very hard time setting like lifting and or running time goals or whatever and being truly excited about them. So the other option is much better, which is find a thing that you'll be excited to go do. And for me, doing really flashy, fancy, cool things and moving quickly, like fascinates me. So you, skateboarding, so like skiing, figure snowboarding, skating. figure skating, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, I was, I was imagining like, you doing like a triple axle. I know, right? And I was like, okay, I'm this dude with a beard. I should obviously do hockey, but 
figure skating looks cooler to me. I mean, like, I don't know. I watched some of the, like, men's figure skating on, on YouTube, like the Olympics, and, like, some of it seems pretty dumb, like, doing, like, dumb little dances along with it. But <laughs> I just, I think it's, like, really cool and elegant, like, the how fast they move and, like, ridiculous tricks they do. I don't know. It, they, they're definitely me. insane athletes to be able to do. Like, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I can't not on the ice jump high enough to, like, spin full around. And they're, like jumping spinning multiple times i, I don't even it's know it's crazy like the application of momentum and i don't know it, it's so anyway regardless of what you think of it regardless of what anybody else thinks of it that excites me and that is going to be a thing that will we're, keep we're me all ashamed. slightly chuckling trying to imagine you figure skating oh if you want to make it even funnier <laughs> go look up some of like the olympic figure skating uh videos and then imagine me wearing like those sparkly tights that they wear <laughs> oh god oh, it burns <laughs> it looks like, i'm like why can't we just have like flannel and oh wait i'm just describing hockey <laughs> my resolution right, is to not, to not embed my my health goals and just numbers and guilting myself it's to it's to make exercise something that i am excited to do laura wants me to join her in uh kickboxing so maybe i'll do that all right yeah dude try it they, they basically there, just like, beat the shit out of you. That's my recommendation for anybody listening to this. Your one resolution should be try something that seems the slightest bit interesting and active. Mm. Anyways, like uh, just just make some resolutions. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had one more on my list, which is, is like, it? it goes hand in hand with the do more exciting things after work. And it's like, be a leader in my friend group more often when it comes to doing things. Because... Mm. And I mean, I've had this in my mind, but I never, I don't often put it into practice like I should. I'm a joker. Uh, Mr. Money Mustache wrote a post like six months ago about just like being a leader when it comes to fun things. He's just like, I don't, I don't be like, what do you guys want to do? I say, hey, I'm getting in my truck and going to the, the gun range to shoot some targets or I'm going up to the mountain. Who wants to come with me? Like, mm. I'm going anyway, but you can join in. And he's like, surprisingly, I found that when I take the lead role, people are, you know, very happy to be the joiners and to be like kind of the followers and just like to have somebody who comes up with the things to do. Mm. And... I want to do more of that. I want to be like, all right, I'm going to this thing. Who wants to tag along? Because I, I know from experience, if I do that, people generally are like, oh, they get the FOMO, right? True. They get yeah. the FOMO, they join in. But if you're like, oh, what do you want to do? Then people are just like, well, and they start want, like they start whining about how much effort it is to get into whatever. Mm. But to get into the check to FOMO into your friends' lives. Boom. Yeah. Is that is that all we got for this episode? I think that's it. Yeah. We can't have any dead air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy New Year, everybody. I don't even know when this is going out, but... It's going to be like three days after New Year's. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Happy belated New Year to you, and hopefully you have a good 2016. We have tons I'm of awesome I'm focusing on having a good Q1 2016. Mm. And then after that, I will re... Uh, I will look, to, uh, look at what the uh, progress is. I love it like, when you talk business to me. Yeah. Oh, talk, yeah. Talk dirty I'll business. I'll send you some dirty business reports. Ooh, just wait to hear what I'm going to do in Q2. <laughs> I'll send you some very explicit spreadsheets. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. LizTheMoneyMatters at gmail.com is our email address. So you can send us any questions or dirty spreadsheets you may have. Or you can join our community, mm. which you'll find at LizTheMoneyMatters.com slash join, where you'll find... A huge group of money nerds who are probably smarter than us and are talking about really cool stuff and are making Andrew read books that he probably needs to read. Pretty much. That's that's <laughs> why I join is because they're making me do all the shit I should have been doing anyways. 
Yeah, they're teaching. I do, me. I do want to read more books next year. I, I, I think I kind of failed at reading books this year. Dude, join our book club. We'll crush twelve this year, and it'll be uh, elected read, Democratic. Uh, I don't want people to tell me what to read because it's like an assignment. It's like homework. I don't know. All right, like, all right. Like keep, huge keep reading notebooks then. All right, I'll I'll keep reading. <laughs> keep reading notebooks. <laughs> we we all know that bookcase behind you is just for decoration. Hey, it's not just for decoration. I, I'll eventually read that stuff on there. I, I'm reading a book right now, but it is it is not released yet. Hmm. It's it's become the year of authors want to send me their unreleased work hmm. for potential collaborations. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going through my friend Chris's book. It's coming out, and well, actually, it should be, probably be out by the time this episode goes out. But yeah, community, join it. Lessonmoneymatters.com/slash/join. Uh, if I didn't say the URL. Also, listenmindingmatters.com slash toolbox is where you'll find all of our resources and apps and uh, links to the tutus that you can buy if you want to become a figure skater. <laughs> all that good stuff. So that is all we got for this episode. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with us, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Later, dude. Later, man. about this show. <laughs>